Welcome to Just Active Audio, featuring Andrew Faulkner, a UK Spartan champion, a fitness motivator, a trainer, and an injury specialist. In this podcast, we talk running for beginners. Cue Andrew Faulkner. Running for beginners, don't run too fast as you start. So you want to maintain a good steady pace. If you run too fast, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to pick up an injury. Again, it's like joining a gym. You just start off doing simple exercises to build your muscles to get fitter to increase your heart rate. Same with running. So if you go too fast running and longer distance, well that's too much pressure on your body. So obviously you're going to pick up an injury from that. So start off easy, steady runs. You should be able to talk while you run, which is a steady, nice heart rate. You don't want it too high, so you're gasping for air. So relax and enjoy it also. So have a steady heart rate, as I said, and maintain it. If you go too high, if you're gasping for air, slow it back down until you build up your fitness to build up your stamina so you can run longer. A lot of people start running and they just go for it. They do 5Ks, flat out, fast as they can, and just burn themselves up, pick up calf injuries, and then they fall away from the love of running. So you want to enjoy it to find that love for running. From this as well, give your body enough rest time. So again, some people run and they feel good, they're enjoying it and then they overtrain their muscles. So they run two days after each other with no rest. So again, this can pick up injuries, people develop tight calves and then this develops into shin splints. So you want to plan your runs so you know what you're doing throughout that week and then you can also reflect back on what you've done to see how your body feels from it and then you can increase your miles. So recovery is key also. You're putting your body under a lot of pressure when you run and people forget about that. You're putting your legs under pressure, your body, your immune system and obviously your heart rate. Like your heart rate is a muscle. So again, you have to train this muscle, become fitter and stronger. Your shoes are the most important. Look after your feet and you look after your body. So shoes are very important. So you don't want too tight shoes because they develop blisters, bunions, and just give you sore feet. You don't want sore feet. You don't want sore feet because then you can't walk. So make sure you have a nice running shoe. Again, a lot of beginner runners go for a nice shoe that looks the part. Fashion, you don't want this. So you want a shoe that is made for you and your feet. So people have different feet. So people have a low arch, high arch, so you need to understand what you have in your body so you can get the right trainer. Like there's fantastic trainers nowadays that have built-in support for your arches. So if you have a low arch that has built-in support so your feet don't cave in and same with the high arch. So it's very important to find the right shoe so it absorbs the pressure and the contact of you running. Again, if you run with a hard shoe or a shoe isn't designed for running you're just gonna put too much pressure on your feet and muscles because when you run it sends shocks up the body and then your muscles get tight from that you get tight IT bands TFL hips so that's like shock absorbers from the body again that's why there's running shoes that take away that shock so it's very important to find the right shoe so again, you don't pick up injuries and it makes running far more enjoyable.
reason why it's good to plan your runs is to set a goal. So you want to set a goal, either do so many k a week, to try to focus on one distance for the end of the month, or just to run a certain distance, or you can even run for a special time, so a 5k in so much time, 10k so much time. So it's very important to set goals because that gives you a nice plan, gives you structure, and it makes you accountable for the running also. While if you just go with the flow, you can run, and then if you feel good, you run again. You feel good again, you can run again, pair up injuries. So if you have a structure, you can plan your runs so you don't get injured, and that's what it's all about. I'm trying to tell you today that a lot of beginner runners go too fast, too soon, too quick, too long, and not enough rest. And then I see it day after day, injuries after injuries. All right, so I'm talking to you today to enjoy the sport of running, to stop them injuries, so you can. Enjoy it more and get out in that fresh air. So form is very important. Form is actually key. To have good form, you need to look forward, look up. A lot of people look down, look at their feet, and your feet aren't going to go anywhere. So you need to look up, be confident, and know what you're doing. So if you are a runner starting off. A lot of people run down, look at the floor, or even if you have low confidence, you look at the floor, you don't think you're good enough, and you just look down. But that affects your posture. That closes your lungs, so then you struggle to breathe. Look up, be confident, be proud. Straighten your back, feel tall, feel powerful. It's mindset as well. Be confident that you are going to run so many k or miles a week, and you will. Like relax into your runs. When you run, you can get anxious and you can tighten up. Your body tightens and it makes it worse. Your muscles are more under tension, so like your jaw can get tight and then again affects your breathing. So relax your jaw and relax your shoulders. A lot of runners run with their shoulders up and they kind of swing their arms and they get sore necks, sore backs. Relax your shoulders again. Run tall. Open them lungs to get more oxygen in them. So、you can breathe better and be more efficient. So posture is key, and it also gives you more energy. Also, because you're using less energy, because you're less stressed. The favorite of mine is the light pinch. You pinch your finger and thumb together, like holding a piece of paper. Sounds silly, but trust me, it'll make you relax. So again, our runners are tense. They squeeze their fists. They tighten their whole body. Well, if you just pinch your finger and thumb, it'll make you relaxed. And you'll run far more efficient, and again you'll enjoy it. And when you run as well, when you get into it, when you get tired, you need your quads a lot. People are very quad dominant. So you lean forward, then your hip flexors get tight. Use your glutes. A lot of runners have weak glutes, and then their hip flexors and quads get tight, and then their posture goes. So you want to push your hips forward to engage your glutes. At the start, when you push your hips forward to work your glutes. You will feel strange. You will feel a bit of discomfort. Like, what am I doing?、Um, but over time, your body will develop that movement. It'll be far more efficient. You'll run better. You'll run faster. You'll work your muscles efficiently. So when you run, think of you pushing your hips forward to engage your glutes, to give you a longer stride, to engage all the muscles in your body. And if you're slouching forward, you're bringing your knees up more. So that again engages your quads and hip flexors. 
you want to use your hamstrings also so a big long reach of your legs you try to push back on your feet to engage your hamstrings if you think of running the treadmill you're trying to push that treadmill away from yourself so that engages your hamstrings when you push away your legs so hamstrings and glutes are very key for running the glutes are the strongest muscle in the body so make sure you use them this leads into injury prevention so strengthen your glutes as much as you can do Pilates classes to really strengthen your hips and glutes you want to have strong glutes to have a longer stride length so your hips don't kick in and get tight or your hamstrings even so if you have weak glutes your hamstrings can do most of the work and then from there your hips can get tight and your lower back so you can suffer from lower back pain when you run or tight hips so you want to strengthen your glutes as much as you can to be more efficient runner to enjoy it again and to stop these injuries so if you try to do more glute exercises like more activation exercises not the key ones so a lot of people do hip thrusters and things like this that's not the really good exercise to engage your glutes it's more like a Pilates exercise called prone beats or the clam or the oyster or X walks so it's to wake up your glutes so they're more efficient so they fire properly when they activate so a lot of people think to have strong glutes you need to lift a heavy weight for reps in the gym but if your glutes don't activate properly they're not going to fire efficiently so they're not going to build so you need to build them up by activating the, the muscles and then you can strengthen them which is very important so activate your glutes so activate your glute muscles and then you need to stretch and foam roll so obviously after a run especially getting faster even running longer your hamstrings can get tight so you want to foam roll your hamstrings and stretch after each run as much as you can especially your calves you're putting your calves under a lot of pressure so foam roll your calves if you can at the end and then stretch you're trying to hold the stretch for 30-40 seconds to really release and relax that muscle to get the full elasticity out of it and get longer again if you don't foam roll or stretch it'll just get tighter and tighter it develops knots then develops injuries a tightness so you want to try to stretch as much as you can again to stop that injury and then you shouldn't increase your runs more than 10% the reason why is if you increase your intensity too fast too hard you will pick up injuries again so again you're, you're putting your muscles under pressure like your tendons and ligaments when you run so you want to increase your runs by 10% to prevent that injury so what that means is you only increase the mileage by 10% or the intensity so that your speed if you don't then you'll pick up injuries because you're going longer and then you're not giving your boy enough recovery you need to recover your muscles tendons ligaments in the muscles in your legs and people forget about that it takes longer for them to repair and even if you fall back if you have a running plan if you fall back don't be trying to catch up you know it's, it's okay to fall back just do the runs that you're meant to do throughout the week and forget about the one you missed again if you try to catch up you'll pick up by injury because you're increasing your intensity too quick too soon and again you're not giving your body enough recovery and then if you don't feel well if you're feel you have a head cold or you're getting sick don't try to sweat it out as some people do a lot when you feel unwell your body try to tell you look I need rest give it rest if you run past that unwell feeling you're going to make yourself worse 
you're going to give yourself a bad workout, you're not going to like it, and you'll become sick more. So your body's trying to tell you something. Listen to it. So rest is key. Tips for a 10k, if you want to run a 10k, this is the most popular distance, is to up your distance shortly. Find a running partner. So running partner keeps you motivated and accountable. They also push you and you run together to keep a good plan and to push each other forward. It gives you each other a goal to focus towards and again to make it enjoyable. Sometimes you run at the start, it's okay, clears your head and then you get bored. So it's nice to have a running partner to chat to. Again, instead of listening to music all the time, it's just nice to chat, clear your mind and actually distracts you from running when you chat to someone else. So actually the time flies in. So get a running partner and help each other with your goals. Then start doing hill sessions and speed sessions. So people don't do enough hill sessions. People just love running flat roads, down hills, but to get stronger and to get faster, you need to build your leg muscles. Do hills. Do your hills as well. You're putting your legs under pressure, then put your heart rate under pressure. So you need to strengthen your legs, then to strengthen your heart rate. So if you don't have strong legs, then your heart's going to be under more pressure because it can't go faster or longer because it doesn't have that strength in the muscles. So you need to build a strength in the muscles to increase that heart rate to maintain that fitness. So hill sessions are very important. And then when you get the strength in your legs, then you're going to add speed work into it by doing 400 meter sprints by six sets. Or it could be even for time. So fast as you can for a minute, rest a minute, and then do it maybe 10 times. Depends on your training program. And then increase your pace gradually. So even think of a race you want to do, or if you want to do a race, think of a virtual race. So like a time you want to do the 10K in, and then try to find a nice pace that you feel comfortable with doing that 10K. And then every other week, try to beat it. So try to find that race pace. Build your speed, to build your strength, to increase your heart rate, and to give yourself a challenge. So again, to get faster, to get fitter, you need to strengthen them legs. Just do more gym workouts with your legs and really build that strength. So hope you've took a lot from this podcast this week and get running.